Hello, I'm George Abernathy, the proud president of Freightways. Welcome to our virtual cold chain summit. Still virtual, but we're going to be able to see everybody in the near term, and I'm looking forward to that. Today in our keynote, we've got Sudarsan Tatai, who's the chief information officer at Lineage Logistics, joining us. And there's really no better company and no better person to talk about the technology and what's happening now and the evolution of what's happening in cold chain and the technology around cold chain than Sudarsan. Thanks for doing this. It's great to have you. Great to be here, George. Thank you very much. Much appreciated the invite. So let's start out with the news that uh, came out just a few weeks ago about the alliance with that venture capital firm of 8VC that Freightways knows very well. And what's going on with Lineage and 8VC. Why don't you talk a little bit about that and what does that mean for the technology and for the cold chain in particular? George, thank you for that question. Um, AVC and Lineage, um, we decided to formalize our partnership um, primarily from the standpoint that Lineage Ventures, we've been kind of making some small investments in startup companies in the Valley, which are very relevant to Lineage as an organization um, and, and our mission of actually changing and transforming the supply chain, um, eliminating waste and health feeding the world. And um, when um, we got together and, and had this conversation with Jake and the team, we realized how much uh, common uh, our missions were and our focus uh, was using technology for the greater good. Um, and we decided to kind of formalize the alliance, um, considering the fact that the number of companies that we were working together naturally um, were, were a lot of fit and there was a lot of synergies. So we decided to formalize that partnership with uh, APC and Jake and uh, his team. Well, congratulations on that. We know very well here at Freightways just how uh, forward thinking the folks at ABC are and the, that, that partnership seems like a, a really great one. So let's talk about some of the current and the events that have happened over the last 18 months. I think that cold chain wasn't necessarily something that a lot of people in the mainstream thought about pre-pandemic, but as we hear about how you have to handle vaccines in certain circumstances and otherwise, cold chain really ran to the top for a lot of people in their thinking, but boy, what you guys are doing goes so far beyond that and how you're handling e-commerce in this, you know, in a pandemic and post-pandemic uh, phase, the way that you, the way that you're uh, outfitting and the way that you configure your, your facilities. So, Maybe talk a little bit about how e-commerce, particularly this e-commerce boom that we've seen during the pandemic, has been uh, impacting the way that Lineage Logistics deals with your your cold chain and the cold chain of the of the customers that you work with. Sure, absolutely, George. Um, look, I mean, the past uh, couple of years, um, ever since uh, the pandemic hit, uh, the last eighteen months have been kind of um, different for a lot of people for a variety of bunch of different reasons. Um, just just from a, even pre-pandemic, um, if you looked at kind of the retail logistics, which has really been happening in the retail world, um, omnichannel is kind of a loaded word, but um, you know um, that's that's the most uh, frequently used <laughs> word in retail logistics has really been driving supply chain changes, and we've been actually gearing and getting ready even to be able to deal with our retailers, the pre-pandemic and, and the way they have been actually trying to go to market. 
And what the pandemic did was it really accelerated and cemented kind of e-commerce for food logistics as a thing that is here to stay, right? Uh, right. Grocery shopping is one of those difficult things, right? You always wanted to kind of physically go down to a grocery store, look at the assortments and bought, um, and you really necessarily didn't think that you would actually order food online or grocery online, but the pandemic kind of solidified that 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 kind of channel uh, for retailers, and and that has actually shifted the supply chain for the CPG companies and all of the upstream supply chains as well. Um, so if you look at lineage, uh, while we've been kind of prepared for it, um, you know, just the explosion in 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 in, in the e-commerce growth has put a uh, tremendous um, um, focus on our supply chain and what we have actually been doing, right? So that's um, that's kind of been the biggest change. Uh, it's no longer a trend on a trend chart. Um, you know, the volumes are here to stay. Um, and 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 basically the supply chain complexities are are multiplying, um, and 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 all of that um, is 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 not going to change. And we as a 3PL um, service provider in the cold chain, we just need to adopt to the new normal, which is kind of supporting all of the retailers and our CPG partners in the omni-channel nature of the retailing. Um, the biggest trend and the biggest difference for us is our uh, distribution centers now look more and more like mixing centers, right? If we had 600 SKUs in a warehouse, um, it would be unheard of for us. Um, but now commonly we are storing in excess of 2,000 SKUs and um, and also um, less than pallet quantities is also a thing in our warehouse. So more and more case picking uh, driven by um, the upstream supply chain. Um, and we can talk about e-commerce and fulfillment and our fulfillment services, but but just even the distribution supply chain has significantly changed. And us as a service provider, we just need to be able to cater for that. So as you evolve, it's really interesting, um, as you evolve and think about what's going to be next with so many more uh, SKUs inside of those four walls and the other challenges that are being presented in the new normal. And it's great for business. You've got all these volumes that are going to be continuing to be presented and, and, and available. It's great news, but you've Got to figure out how to deal with them, and so in that in that way, um, how would you look, um, uh, Sudarshan, at the technologies? You talk about the investments that you've made. Where do you think technology will next have its greatest impact on those volumes, that number of SKUs, those configurations that you're having to deal with? What do you? What is your crystal ball saying? You think, from a technology standpoint is going to be the, the next evolution in cold chain technology. Sure, um, absolutely. Um, look, I mean, along with, along with the change in the supply chain and how um, upstream, um, most of the complexities are actually pushed upstream, um, you would necessarily want uh, your, your workforce um, and your team members to be more productive, right? So think about tasking in a warehouse. Um, I'll, I'll give you a very simple metric. Um, uh, most of the tasking happens in the warehouse still very manually. Um, you know, a warehouse operator unloading a truck um, and then, you know, um, doing a set of SOPs. And they end up um, waiting for their tasking to be handed by the supervisor. So they go into the warehouse and perform a bunch of tasks. Um, kind of automating that becomes really, really important. 
how do you go from manual tasking to more computerized tasking, right? So algorithmic um, uh, tasking of, of your warehouse um, team members so that um, they're optimized in terms of the work that they're actually doing. Um, you know, um, just from a number standpoint, 60% of our empty miles, I mean, forklift miles are empty miles, uh, which is a staggering statistic. Um, given um, how many moves we actually do in a day um, in, in terms of unloading and loading trucks every single day. How do you make that process more efficient uh, becomes even more important for that conversation. And then there's a combination of technology, right? I mean, we all take localization for granted. Um, you know, you're, you, you got a localization device in, in, your, in your pockets, right? I mean, your phone is your localization device. Uh, but what, what is that localization device in, in a warehouse? All of these material handling equipment um, don't have localization devices and, and kind of figuring that out, you know, whether you're going a vision-based um, uh, localization package or beacon-based package, right? Whatever the answer is and is relevant and applicable for you, kind of figuring that out so that now it's not only a question of tasking, but combining that with vision technology and LiDAR technology becomes really important um, in, in, in the cold chain. Um, and, then, and then combine that with kind of the macroeconomic conditions with the labor market, automation becomes an even more essential conversation uh, for lineage as we kind of make progress. And, and it's not the traditional SRS either, right? So AMRs like um, um, automatic um, 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 robots, right? So kind of um, MHE robots, which are self-driving and autonomous, uh, basically autonomous mobile robots become a very important part of these conversation. Um, and, and it's a combination of software and hardware, right? Because the hardware technologies allow you from a mechanic handling equipment standpoint, but then you need the upstream warehouse execution software um, and, and and kind of tying those together become really, really important. And, and that's where like a partnership with like ABC is a lot more relevant for us, right? We see a lot in the market space, but we don't see everything, right? That that, that startup, um, it has a great product and, and be working on it, but it's on the stealth mode um, that we really need for an industrial application becomes becomes all the more valuable for us, um, you know, and that's what we're hoping to unlock um, with this partnership. That's a that's a really kind of where I was thinking about going next um, as you are trying to find what's next, as I was asking, what's next may be out there already, but it's it's under the radar. It's 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 you know, and and this this partnership with ABC for for lineage has the opportunity to to help go find that. And so is the is the suggestion to the entrepreneurs who may in fact have the the next great thing is that is to reach out is to is to get on the radar screen of of a lineage in an ABC because that that may very well bode well for the people you're serving for lineage for ABC and for the company itself Am I, I'm looking at that correctly right. 100%, uh, George. So if you look at it, for us, it's really about driving the efficiencies um, across the value chain. And, you know, we have a lot of good ideas, but yeah. we're, we don't have a monopoly on all great ideas, right? <laughs> there are people who are out there who are solving these problems every day. Uh, but what we can offer um, for for startups um, that, that either are under ABC purview or kind of having conversation is scale, right? Um, we're global, we're three continents, 370 facilities. We have 
almost 10% of the global coal chain um, um, share globally and almost 40% in North America when it comes to temperature control refrigerated logistics. So what we really offer is that industrial scale where a startup wants to kind of go to market uh, with, with a great idea, uh, immediately not only we can offer a, 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 a proof um, of concept um, to try the idea, but also scale the idea because we have that industrial scale um, for, for all of these startups as well, right? That's why this partnership makes a lot of sense. It really does. So I talked a little bit about your crystal ball and I'd, I'd love to have your feelings as you talk about this extra volume that is out there in cold chain with e-commerce pulling it. There, there sounds like there's a lot of optimism in Sudarsan's uh, voice around cold chain and where you see uh, this going. Tell, tell me two years from now when we're sitting down at the cold chain summit in 2023, tell me where you think the greatest challenge may be at that point and what will we look back over those two years and say yep that's what we that's what we were able to to deliver that's that's what lineage was able to accomplish because of the scale both domestically and globally yeah look i mean um um if you look at uh, george from from our perspective visibility continues to be one of the biggest challenges in the supply chain right there are a lot of people and you know talk about another ABC company, Project 44, right? Uh, we've been having a bunch of conversations with them um, about, about kind of solving and unlocking the visibility in, in, in the cold chain. Uh, it becomes extremely important um, for, for all of the cold chain and the value chain participants to have total visibility of where the products are made and where they're actually consumed, right? Uh, but yet that that is still fragmented and it is still broken. And there is no true end-to-end -end visibility. Blockchain had a lot of promise as a technology. It hasn't really kind of captured or taken off market share. So that continues to be a challenge. And um, you know, um, and, and that's that's one of the areas that we want to see uh in in two years in the next cold chain summit, um, is that hey, we cracked that, right? I mean, we have uh, made a significant in, um investment to solve um, supply chain visibility for our customers, we've invested in a platform called Lineage Link. Uh, we're partnering with another uh, Silicon Valley startup, a company called Turbo, to power um, our visibility platform. Um, but we're trying to unlock visibility for every single participant in the supply chain, not just for our customers, but our customers' customers, right? How do you provide end-to-end -end visibility, even though you may not be directly you know, uh, a lineage's customer, I still want to be able to tell you what is really going on, um, you know, with that particular supply chain, primarily because you're a participant in the supply chain. It's important for you, it's irrelevant for you. So I would say uh, visibility is, is the single biggest unlock in the next few years that you're driving towards. Um, and there's a bunch of ABC partnership companies that we are really working on, um, trying, to, trying to get to a place where, um, we've effectively solved it for all of the participants. That's a great place for us to, to land the plane. I'm, I'm getting the signal that I'm out of time for this keynote, but Sudarsan, this was fabulous. Thank you for doing this, that the conversation around what ABC is bringing to this as ABC company and uh, love what you talk about with regards to, to visibility being, you know, that nut that we're still trying to crack. And 
the the folks at Project 44. I'm sure appreciate all the work that you guys are doing with them. Thanks for doing this, uh, Sadarson. This was this was terrific and a great way to kick off our Cold Chain Summit. Thanks again. Fantastic. Thank you for the opportunity, George. Much appreciated. And as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, with Sadarson, uh, we're virtual, but coming up in November, November 8th through 10th here in beautiful Chattanooga, Tennessee, we're all going to be together. Uh, the Future of Freight Festival, F3 is, as it's, it's, it's called, will be here. It's going to be a great getting back together again, a remarkable festival of freight, of transportation, and a lot of other things that we're going to unlock for you here in Chattanooga. So please, I look forward to seeing everybody and being able to physically be in the presence again. So Darsan Tatai, thank you so much. And everybody, have a great Cold Chain Summit. Be well. Thank you.